Gabriel Kidd to take a break from wrestling. Karen Awar is to face Vincent Heisenberg in the first round of the WXW 16-carat tournament as all first-round matches have been announced. ROH World Champion Jonathan Gresham will face Progress World Champion Karen Awar in a title-versus-title match at Chapter 130. Dodge, dip, duck, die, dodge. Trisha Dora is set to make her debut as Holly Dead returns. Uh, to progress, and the tag team championships will also be on the line. Swerve the Realist is the first competitor announced for Progress's Super Strong Style 16. Drake Maverick has re-signed with the WWE as producer. Will Ospreay and Zack Sabre Jr. have been announced for the New Japan Cup. RevPro UK have announced Epic Encounter 2022, and Simon Miller is set to make his US wrestling debut hello everyone and welcome to tn tice a great british wrestling podcast for great british wrestling as featured on bodyslam.net brought to you by powerful tv i am your host the great british attacker mr andrew more andy to most joined as always by the co-host big daddy damn mr daniel allen just down for sure how we doing dan we are good we are Tired, but we are good. We've had a fantastic week. Um, I got to go to a brilliant show that I'll tell you all about in a few minutes. Um, and yeah, generally it's been it's been a good week of wrestling for me. I've had some good stuff to watch on telly, I had some good stuff to watch on Powerful TV. I've just had a very positive, upbeat week. Indeed, because you of course were at Phenomenal Elite Wrestling PEW in Stratford upon Avon. Was indeed. Yep, uh, and they had a fantastic debut show by all accounts. Uh, looking over the social media, a lot of uh, happy fans is what yeah. I've seen uh, across the board. Uh, of course, we do have reviews uh, for latest stuff on Powerful TV. That's TNT Ignition, Sky's the Limit, and Fight Nation Wrestling's Rise of the Kingdom, which Daniel Allen was there live in person. Uh, we'll be reviewing the latest NXT UK, the ICW Fight Club, Breath Pro UK's uh, Live in Southampton 16, WXW Germany's Road to 16. Carrot, it's a very 16 carat strong show. So this will be the <laughs> 16 carat show. Uh, we've, of course, got the top picks for the week, loads of great British wrestling. Again across the week, uh, next week, uh, further roundup, and of course, as always, some quick European news. It is a long show, it is a big show, but bear with us, and we will try to get through in due course. So, Daniel, tell us about uh, PEW. Phenomenal Elite Wrestling was exactly that. It was phenomenal. Um, we started off, um, this was held in Stratford upon Avon, it was their first show. Um, we did do a preview video about it, which you can still catch up with, with um, Lawrence Prestige. Um, and it started off with the general manager, Jessie, coming out with a chosen tag team. She had chosen her tag team, who she felt was going to be the, um, the, the, the new face of Phenomenal Elite Wrestling, which was the Rebellion. Um, good tag team. Very good tag team. Very good. However, out came Lawrence Prestige, the Prestige. Because he said, this isn't the right way to start things off. You don't give away a championship. I'll fight for a championship and I will fight your tag team champions. And I will take anybody from the crowd. I'll take anybody from around us. I'll even take the sound guy, which led the crowd to chant sound guy. 
who was chosen to be his tag team partner and conveniently enough did have his ring gear on underneath his jeans. Uh, out came the sound guy and he and the prestige beat the rebellion um, and became the first ever PEW champions. Now, originally the first match was meant to be Martin Kirby versus um, Warren Banks, but unfortunately Warren Banks was one of a couple of wrestlers that weren't able to attend. Um, so yeah, he will come on later. It does indeed. Our second match, however, was as planned and it was a women's handicap match. And it was Laurie, who I knew very little about, but oh my God, she is now one of my favourite female wrestlers ever. She was fantastic. Um, versus Mia Cortez and Alfie. Um, Mia Cortez has got a brilliant gimmick. She has a dragon mask. She is the goddess of dragons. And her mask speaks to her, but she speaks to it. And Alfie um, has got a great, great um, gimmick as well. Basically, of course, got to speak to Mia Cortez uh, after the show. And yes, we d I did see her speaking to her dragon. She did speak to her dragon. Um, it was very, very good. Um, it was interesting interviewing both of them. Alfie um, turned on Mia Cortez in the match um, and ended up losing. Laurie was so powerful, so great. Um, fantastic technique, really good wrestler. And she won after um, beating Mia Cortez. Match three, Martin Kirby against... Joe Lando, just Joe Lando stepped out from the um, four-way match and took on Martin Kirby one-on-one. -on -one. And this was a really good technical match. Because of the very low ceiling um, in the arena, Joe wasn't able to pull out a lot of his high-flying moves. This was much more technical, which was a really good thing to show that Joe can do so, so much. Um, Martin Kirby, as we know, absolutely fantastic wrestler, Really enjoyed um, the family show. He was getting real booze, real heat, and he was picking on the kids. It was great. Um, they did a very funny roll-up exchange for the two count, the two count, the two count, approximately 20 times before, in the end, Lando won. Our uh, next match was Big Jim Diehard versus Axel Carter. Um and this was another match to um, choose who would go through for the men's um, belt. And um, Big Jim Diehard won with a massive sit-out powerbomb. We then had our fatal four-way. This was between Jason Joshua, Big Daddy Unicorn, Danny Black. And because Just Joe had stepped out, Chase Alexander stepped in. First time seeing him. And somebody who... I had known very little about. Mr. You know now, though, Hood. didn't you? I know now. You, I know you, his you, name. You, you got a dressing down. You deserve I, that dressing down. You didn't I, do your research. I deserve my dressing down. I got <laughs> suitably abused in an interview afterwards. I got suitably abused during the match. Um, Mr. Hood came over to me and told me to pay attention uh, uh, to who uh, he was. Uh, H. Hood. The champion, the internet's champion, because he H won this match. Hood. H. Hood. Yeah. He eliminated Jason Joshua. He eliminated Chase Alexander. And then he eliminated Danny Black. He eliminated everyone. But the way he eliminated Danny Black, Danny Black was about to win. But out came Corey McRae 
and distracted Danny Black and H Hood rolled him up. So this is be leading, hopefully, to Corey McRae versus Danny Black in the future, which would be a great, great match. Big fan of Mr. McRae, Corey McRae, the silverback. Yeah, he's a fantastic wrestler. Sheikh El Sham was next against Dexter. Um, good match. Dexter, um, I hadn't seen wrestle much before. Really, really good. Great technical match between the two of them. Probably the biggest exchange of holds and moves throughout the whole show. Sheik is a big guy. He is. He is. And he he was brilliant on the microphone. Um, he he got a lot of heat. Um, we then had our... And he um, lost to Dexter. Um, Dexter beat him. Um, and it was a good match. We then had our massive rumble match. And that featured Riley Nova, who I didn't know much about either. That guy has got personality and charisma coming out of his backside. He was absolutely fantastic. Everybody loved him. Um, he was against Chocolate Thunder, Jason Joshua, Coach Cardio, 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 um, Wesker, Lance Rivera, Tyler Adams, Drake Winters, Laurie came out. The sound guy came out, as did Mr. Prestige. J.D. Knight, Lance Rivera, Martin Kirby, and Axel Carter. It was a good turnout. Um, Laurie was in for a long time. She eliminated quite a few of the guys and hung in there really, really well. Chocolate Thunder. He is... Pure entertainment. He is wonderful. He has the best scream in wrestling ever. Um, he he sounds like a 10-year-old that stood on a drawing pin. Um, he, he was absolutely hysterical. Um, really good. Wesker, big scary man, really great. And Martin Kirby was our eventual winner. So he won the golden ticket, which means that he can challenge the um, future champion at any time of his choosing. Our final match was the women's championship. Lucia Lee versus Laura Tevez versus Rio. Um, uh, sorry, Aurora, not Laura. I said Aurora. I apologise if I... Um, oh, it sounded asked. like Laura. No, I, I'm very aware it was Aurora Tevez. I, 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 I paid a lot of attention to this match. Um, it was really, really great. And I got very, very close up because the um, I, I ended up helping out at the show a little bit. Um, I ended up running the merchandise table for the wrestlers and looking after all of their gear and selling it for them. Um, and Lucia Lee bought uh, Aurora Tevez over and smashed her head down on the um, merch table, giving her a good look at her T-shirts. And then did the same with Rio. Um, Rio and Lucia Lee tried to team up to begin with, but just couldn't work it. And in the end, Aurora Tevez got the victory over Lucia Lee, uh, with Rio being knocked out of the ring. And Aurora Tevez is your first ever PW Women's Champion. It was a fun show. It was a family show. It was a big show. Eight matches on the card. It was a, a big, big show and a really good collection of wrestlers there. And I look forward to the next show, which is on... The 2nd of April, and it is going to be called Kings of Combat, and it will be um, in the same venue, Stratford-upon-Avon, and tickets go on sale on Monday, which I believe is when this show will be coming out. Excellent. There we go. Sounds all like in it. all, 
I would give it three and a half sugars. That's fantastic. As I say, I saw a lot of uh, families commenting about uh, the show and how much fun that they had as taking their families over to there. So this sounds like a really great uh, promotion to start with, going to check out. So if you're in the Stratford upon Avon, get yourself down there on the 2nd of April. And hopefully, Danny Black, Corey McRae. Uh, what's going to be the male? Uh, so it was Just Joe Lando, Sheikel Sharman, Je- uh, Jim Diehard. No, Just Joe right. Lando, Dexter, and Jim Diehard. Yeah, sorry. So that's going to be a uh, it's going to be a good uh, triple threat for the uh, championship. Yeah, go on, yeah, Lando. Really well. Come on, Lando. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing Lando and, biased, and Big Jim. Think. Yeah, it'll be uh, interesting uh, combinations uh, with those two sides against speed. Okay, uh, let's get on to our first uh, big story of the past week, which is the fact that Gabriel Kidd will be taking time off from wrestling. Uh, this has been supported by the New Japan promotion. I believe he is already back in the UK. Uh, and it's it's a bit of a shame, but I think it's needed, uh, given everything that he's been going through personally, uh, given some of the things he said. Uh, uh, he needs to yeah, take himself away for a little while. And uh, just, uh, yeah, look after himself. You know, we've got to remember, this is a man who openly discussed on a recent program of New Japan when he actually returned about suicide, about mental health. And if you uh, listen to some of uh, the promo that he delivers in the Pro UK show, I'll be uh, delivering later. And he talks, again, talks about this and he talks about the fact that, you know, losing his girlfriend of the time who he was with for and uh it's i think it's very much needed for gabriel kid uh it's a shame because i say he had some absolutely stellar fantastic matches here in the uk uh some absolute bangers one that i'm going to be talking about later and i just think he needs to take time off and get himself right and come back strong uh, as soon as well, as soon as he's ready, I respect uh, his decision um, and wish him the best. Yes, uh, let's get on to the, the big stuff. WXW sixteen carat gold. It starts next week, fourth of March to the sixth of March. Uh, the show is actually going to be done semi live. Uh, as in, they're going to record up to the uh, intermission. During the intermission, they'll be editing that first part, and then they'll put that out for release on the same day, and then they'll have, as the second part of the show is uh, running, the people who can't go attend the show in person will be watching the first half as the second half is going. Uh, sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, but yes, the uh, first round... Sounds like it's going to be a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Uh, as I say, all first, uh, first eight matches have been announced. 16 uh, competitors from around the world. Several, several different uh, countries <clears throat> are being represented here. 
I think there are more Americans in this than um, most. That's There's a good selection in there. One, two, three, four Americans against one, two, three. And there's, 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 there's four Germans as well. Four Germans, four Americans, one man from the UK, two from Japan, two from France, one from Hungary, and the other from Switzerland. So yeah, as I say, nice mix of uh, international well, countries. One of the matches that stands out for me that's been announced is Maggot versus AC Romero. Yes. I'm looking forward to that one. Um, I like Maggot. I love what he's done with the Pretty Bastards. Um, I think AC Romero is um, he's, he's just doing really well at the moment. Um, all of his work has been fantastic. And I think for me, that is a standout one that I'm looking forward to seeing. Yeah, the former Impact Superstar. He, he took some time off for a little while, worked really hard to bring his weight down for his own health, uh, which is fantastic. This is his first time he's wrestled outside of uh, the US. So his first European tour after this, uh, he's going to be uh, at TNT Extreme. Where he'll be facing uh, Dan Maloney. Yes, Maga is a unique individual of course the pretty bastards are no more uh as he is now working with the witch bitch of wrestling baby allison so you've always got to watch out for her uh that should be as you say a very interesting match against size against a very devious component my prediction for it was ac romero to advance uh of course, uh, the big UK match for us over here in the UK, it is Coronawar versus Vincent Heisenberg, uh, the giant man from the north of Germany, standing at six foot six and 308 pounds. He's a big, big fellow. Of course, Coronawar is the progress champion. Uh, so again, that should be a really good match. I uh, my prediction for that was for Cara Noir, like is most likely to advance in that match. Uh, I'm assuming uh, they're going to have AC Romero eventually come against uh, Robert Dreisker, who will be taking on Abe Fun. Finamore, uh, who I don't know much about, uh, Japanese competitor, uh, the current 0-1 World Junior Heavyweight Champion. Uh, oh, yeah, you can say you don't know much about them when you know you're not going to be meeting them face-to-face, can't you? Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, he competes for BJW in Japan. Uh, I think he has done appearances for DDT and... Uh, he is, of course, uh, as I say, the zero one world junior heavyweight champion. See, at least I knew that much. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I may say I didn't know anything, but at least I can uh, have some information. But, uh, yeah, and he's going to be facing uh, Coach Robert Dreisker, the current coach of the WWX Wrestling Academy. Uh, sorry, WXW. And... Uh, He's been competing for uh, since 2013, and he has never won the 16-carat tournament. You know, guys like Axel Disco have, Walter, 
uh, Ilya Dragunov, even Teoman. But so far, uh, this has been the one thing that Dreiska hasn't managed to uh, win. So you can find out about all of the matches coming up, including the former Oni Lorcan and Biff Busick being involved, by going on to bodyslam.net and reading the fantastic article that was written by a very experienced journalist, a journalist who really knows and does his research. Uh, Mr. Andrew Moore. Indeed. Uh, the other matches include Igil Blanc versus Peter Tihanye. This is the one that I personally pick will be the uh, one of the best opening round matches. Both of these guys are phenomenal young talents. Uh, Igil Blanc is being trained by Sensor Volto. Uh, Peter Tihanye, somebody I've talked about a lot recently, coming out of Hungary. Absolutely one of the best prospects in Europe. That's going to be an amazing match. Lou Fisto, the first ever female to be competing in the tournament, will be facing Dennis Cash Doolan. Expect a bit of comic relief in this match. Should be uh, very interesting. Of course, Lou Fisto inducted into the Independent Wrestling Hall of Fame recently. Uh, Shigahiro Irie versus Senza Volto. This is Senza Volto's first time competing in the tournament. This is Shigahiro Irie's second time competing in the tournament. Again, should be a really good match. Uh, power versus speed. Uh, Biff Busick will be taking on Michael Knight. This should be really hard hitting. And Bobby Guns versus Jonathan Gresham. Uh, could easily be one of the best matches of the year. Honestly, could pick this as the final for uh, the, the for 16 carat. This is Bobby Gunn's first time entering. He is the longest reigning WXW champion. Uh, so he hasn't won it. Uh, and Jonathan Gresham actually competed in uh, one, I think it was the first ever WX carat gold in 2013. Uh, he's not competed in one since, so this will be his first time doing so. Of course, the ROH World Champion currently. Uh, and yeah, you can see all of my predictions in my article available on bodyslam.net. Sticking with the ROH World Champion, of course, uh, at Progress Wrestling Chapter 130, Dodge, dip, duck, dive, dodge. Uh, it will be a title versus title match as he faces Cara Noir, of course, the Progress World Champion. In uh, now, one British journalist out there, but a Daily Star actually, uh, called it the biggest match in UK wrestling history. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> no, but it is pretty big. It is very, very big. It is one of the biggest matches in recent uh, British wrestling, but I probably put any time Will Ospreay defends the Royal Pro UK Championship in the UK right now as always being the bigger. I also don't think that it will um, have more viewers than the FA Cup final, such as um, Big Daddy used to have back in the day. Of course. 
yeah, be better, get, be, be, be a much better wrestling match. Oh, than yes. That. <laughs> and then that goddamn awful Big Daddy uh, giant haystack in Wembley. Oh, yeah, almost kill British. Well, that is almost what killed British wrestling, really. <laughs> we, we will have to have a proper discussion on that at some point and possibly even a watch along. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think that would be a very, very interesting special. Uh, but yeah, it is definitely one of the biggest wrestling uh, matches to happen in the UK in recent history. I mean, we are talking about the ROH World Champion, but you can't exactly say the ROH is the third, fourth, fifth most popular uh, promotion in the United States anymore. It's it's not. You know, it, it lost its position. Of course, it's it's uh, almost went defunct. Thankfully, it hasn't, and it's uh, they will be coming back, but on a much more independent contractor basis. So they won't be offering out any long term deals to people. Uh, but you know, rise companies like GCW, uh, Warrior Wrestling, of course, AEW, Impacts, uh, MLW, MLW, uh, eh. MLW's all right. I, I used to like MLW, but uh, I think it would, they lost so much of their talent, uh, uh, just kind of, but. Yeah, as you say, it, they, they have dropped down that pecking order. However, Jonathan Gresham is still one of the best wrestlers in the world. Karen Noir is still one of the best wrestlers in the world. And this will be a phenomenal match and uh, something I really look forward to. Go on, then. Who do you think is going to win? I don't think either of them are going to win. I think a third champion is going to interfere. No, I just I think Jonathan Gresham's going to win. Do you think this will be for a title, or do you think this is just title versus title? This is title versus title. So whoever wins, win, will end up being a double champion, which is why I'm leaning towards it being Jonathan Gresham. It also frees up the Progress World Championship match, I mean belt, for the. 10th of uh, for the 10th anniversary show, so Cara Noir can face Ilya in a non title match while Warren Banks gets his title shot against Jonathan Gresham and Banks will win. That is a match that I would love to see, and I like your um, long term booking there. Um, we shall see what happens. Yeah, it'd be very, very interesting. Uh, two top independent US talents, uh, Trisha Dora, who will be making her debut for Progress, and Holly Dead, who will be making her return to Progress at Chapter 130. Uh, they will be teaming up to face the team of Mercedes Blaze and Tonga. You may be international superstars. You may think you know what to expect at Progress, but until you take on a team of Mercedes, Blaze and Tonga, oh, you don't know anything. You are in trouble, ladies. You really are. Indeed. Holly did, uh, had a very good run back in the day in Progress. Uh, I think it was 2019. She had about five matches, came out on top of most of them, uh, lost to Tony Storm, but a couple of big wins over competitors like Candy Floss uh, and Lyra Austin. Uh, Trisha Dora, uh, I know she, uh, she's big on the 
GCW for the Culture Show. Uh, I haven't seen much of her work, uh, but I definitely know she is a hot hot because uh, Gary Ward, she's a sponsored craps athlete. And if Gary Ward is sponsoring her, she must be bloody good because he, he's got a he's a very got a very good eye for talent, does uh, Gary Ward. So I'm gonna trust Gary in this and think that Dora is going to be a bit of a thing, bit of a superstar. Uh, the tag team championships are going to be on the line. Smoking Aces uh, will be defending their titles against the 0121. Ooh, that'll be a fun match. Yes, yeah, so they've demanded uh, that they have talent and opposition. And so Progress have uh, accepted their demand and have provided them the 0121, who haven't had very many tag team matches. On progress, on the new progress side, I looked it up. They've, uh, I think, they've only had three in total, uh, two proper, and then a six-man tag. So uh, it's looking like a great card. Um, there's a couple of other matches that I'm particularly excited about. The main one being my my favourite four, my Fab Four youngsters: um, Joe Lando, Danny Black, Maverick Mayhew, and Callum Newman are going to be taking on a team of Malik. And Lycos Jim featuring Warren Banks. So that's gonna be that's gonna be a great, great match. Yeah, that's just gonna be absolutely nuts. Uh, I like that Banks is gonna provide a bit of size in the match. Mind you, Callum Newman's not a small guy. Uh Malik, uh, so he'll be the one, I guess, uh, to try in the bat there. Of course, uh, as you say, the four apparently they had a fantastic match to got a standing ovation. Uh, they had a little moment in the ring afterwards, you know, as friends do. Danny Black was celebrating, and out came Malik, who attacked poor Danny Black while his back was turned, uh, leading to backstage him going, you get free friends if you can, and uh, meet, you know, a bit of a, I've got friends, you get friends, let's all meet up in the schoolyard and uh, rock it out. <laughs> Poor Danny Black. He keeps getting jumped from behind. He got jumped from behind at FNW by Big Jim Diehard. He got jumped from behind at PEW by Corey McRae. And now he's getting jumped from behind by Malik at Progress. He needs eyes in the back of his head, that boy. He does. He does. He does. Uh, Max Dead will be making his Progress Wrestling debut. Uh, Max Dead uh, against Gene Money. Well, technically, he did make his debut at the last show, but this will be his in official in-ring debut after he attacked Gene Money uh, while his back was turned with a dropkick, of course. (laughs) Because he does have the best dropkick in all of England. He does, he does. Uh, uh, What are the other matches? Uh, We have Kanji um, making her return to singles competition against Rio. Um, If you're going to make your comeback, you find the biggest, scariest person in the yard and punch him in the face. Good luck, Kanji. (laughs) Yeah, so this is a meeting of the former number one contender against the current number one contender. So uh, I think that's good matchmaking. Yep, can't disagree with that. Um, all in all, it looks like it is going to be an absolutely brilliant show. And that is going to be at the Electric Ballroom. Um, yeah. Oh, you've got Northwest Strong versus Charles Crowley and Elijah. Thankfully, Chris Ridgway did not break his foot. And he will—he is back in action, uh, so he just missed the one show. So he'll be teach, 
teaming with Luke Jacobs to face Charles Crowley and Elijah should be fantastic. I just want short little bit of extra progress news. Super strong style 16. Yes, Swerve the Realist is the first competitor to be announced for Super Strong Style 16, uh, which is on uh, between the 3rd uh, to the 5th of June uh, later this year. Uh, Gene Money did uh, point out that that is not how you spell Gene Money. Ah. <laughs> well, that know. was very kind of him. Gene Money for Super Strong Style 16. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Swerve the Realist, you know, uh, it the super strong style section has always attracted some of the biggest names in independent wrestling. Of course, he's not an independent wrestler anymore. He has signed with AEW, uh, but of course, he's still available to make independent appearances because AEW are nice like that. Yes, they do things properly. Yeah, unlike the WWE, who sack a guy, rehire him, sack a guy, and rehire him again. <laughs> Yes, but a slightly smaller position at each time. And by smaller, I'm not making a pun on the wrestler in question because he has never let size hold him back. He is absolutely amazing in the ring. And I kind of really hope that this move means that we'll get a chance to see him in the ring in the future because Drake Maverick has re-signed with WWE again. This time as a producer, he has got a backstage role. Um, and I'm, I'm kind of gutted because I love watching him in the ring. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's one as well. And uh, I honestly, I'm, I'm like, I look, I look at this Maverick and I think to myself, why do you keep going back? <laughs> I'm sure it's because he lives in the USA. He loves living in the USA and he needs to have his, his job there. But yeah. Um, yeah, it's it's um, I, if you're going to work, work for the biggest company. I get that as well, but please find some way to get in the ring, even if it's just like the occasional rumble match. Just please don't give it all up. Well, if he's taking the back row, I really can't see him. Hopefully, he'll be able to uh, put a, uh, produce some great matches, and then if oh, he'll definitely be able to produce great matches. There's no two ways about that. Yeah, uh, but as you say, it is a, uh, it's, it's, it's a thing, isn't it? <laughs> Let's go with that. Yeah. Uh, Will Ospreay and Zack Sabre Jr. are both going to be part of New Japan Cup, which gets underway on the 2nd of March in Nippon Budokan. Uh, stack stack lineup, lots of uh, huge uh, first round matches, uh, and some classic wrestlers in it as well. Some some names that I'm really happy to see, such as Taka Michinoku. <gasps> oh, Taka Taka Taka, yeah, Taka Michinoku, yep, that, yep, that Taka Michinoku, <laughs> yep, and Dick Togo, yep, Dick Togo too, <laughs> yep. Um, it's great. I mean, they're both brilliant wrestlers and well worth watching. And it's a bit sad, and you can tell that I'm not the biggest Japanese wrestling um, aficionado, that they're the two names that I've jumped out at, as opposed <laughs> to someone like Tanahashi or Ricardo <laughs> or um, Show or Yo. 
But yeah, Sorry. I mean, it's got go got a real. Uh, there's a lot of uh, legendary Japanese competitors, uh, elder competitors, because so, uh, yeah, Sima will be taking on Takamishinoku. Uh, because Sima uh, has been on AEW and others. Uh, Homa is competing. Yuji Nagata, Makabe, yeah. It's it's a big lineup and it's it's a very strange lineup. Did you see, did I show you the, the I, I I sent you the picture of the brackets, didn't I? You did. I was surprised to see some of the the big names against each other in the first round. And as I say, my knowledge of of New Japan is um, limited, but even I know seeing Kota Ibushi and Great Okan in a first round match, I, I would have thought is sort of like two names that you'd hold back or Bushi and Will Ospreay. Um, yeah, just. Yeah, yeah. So, well, as you just mentioned, we're not going to go through it all because there is just bloody too many <laughs> matches. It's just kind of ridiculous how many matches there. Are. I will try to track it as best as I can throughout uh, the cup to keep you updated on both Will Ospreay's and Zack Saber Junior's progress. Uh, Zack Saber Junior is facing one of the new young lions. Uh, I'm going to guess is Riohei. Oira? Riohei, Oira? Zack Sabre Jr. Oira. Yeah, him. Oira. Yeah, Zack Sabre He's a new young lion. Uh, it's probably, it's, a, it's an easy win for Zack Sabre Jr. He's uh, going to be going through. Will Ospreay is facing Bushi. Bushi is the junior heavyweight for the LIJ faction. Uh, the Los Ignobles de Japón, and uh, yeah, this again is 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 pretty much a gimme. Uh, uh, will Osprey will uh, go on, and then they face both of them. Will then uh, meet somebody who's on a buy because there are a few people that for some reason just have buys in this tournament. Uh, so if Will Osprey. Uh, goes uh, through Bushi, he'll be facing El Fantasmo and if Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, goes through, he will face Doki. If Will Ospreay and Zack Sabre Jr. do continue to advance together, they would meet each other in the quarterfinals, I think. Yeah. So that will be interesting. As I say, I'll track it all. I've got my uh, NJPW uh, World uh, great service. It's like it's only like seven pounds. It's brilliant. Uh, anyway, uh, up next is yes, Refro UK sticking with Will Ospreay. Uh, he will be part of their Epic Encounter 2022, uh, which will be at the their next York Hall show on May the 22nd. Uh, say Rip. Will Ospreay is the only person on the poster, and he certainly takes centre stage on it. He is sitting on a throne looking very, very Triple H-esque. <laughs> yes, very, very kingpin, because he is the Commonwealth kingpin now, don't forget. No longer of the course. aerial assassin. Uh, but yeah, should be another great show. York Hall, uh, always uh, Repro UK, always deliver on a York Hall show. Uh, have, you, have you managed to have a chance to go back and watch that last one? The uh, 
high stakes. No. Really, really have to. Best show uh, I've seen in forever. Uh, Simon Miller will be making his American debut. Yes, the WCPW guy, the guy that does the ups and downs for everything and uh, delivers you some weekly news. He is a wrestler in the UK as well, and he's a very good As well wrestler. as being the um, face of Progress as well. The, um... yeah, yes, the host of Progress Wrestling. But he will be making his American debut uh, off to the United States, where he's going to be competing for Insane Hardcore Wrestling, uh, which is in Fort Worth, Texas, on the 31st of March. He is taking on... A uh, guy by the name of Sam Beal. WrestleMania weekend, isn't it? Yes, WrestleMania weekend. So uh, Simon Miller is wrestling at WrestleMania. <laughs> you know what? Bearing in mind that we have Stone Cold coming back and allegedly Vince McMahon wrestling, I think Simon Miller for WrestleMania, it's a possibility. <laughs> This is, it could happen. It could happen. You never know. This is the world of wrestling, after all. God help us. <laughs> okay, uh, let's get on to some reviews. Uh, we've got a lot of shows to reviews, including WXW Germany's Road 16 Carrot. That'll tell you how uh, Peter Kahanye and uh, Dennis Cash Dolan made it. But first, we'll talk about what you could have watched on Powered 4 TV. Uh, and that, of course, was TNT Ignition Sky's the Limit. Uh, excellent show. Chase Alexander defeated Brian Anderson in a very good 10 minute match. HT Drake then defeated Joe Kessler again in a very good 10 minute match. Uh, very, uh, Joe Kessler was very, very impressive uh, in this uh, nap out, in fact as was Brian Abenson, despite their losses. Shreddy defeated the biggest wrestler ever, Franco Varga, uh, who uh, we'll, be we'll give a little bit of him in a little while. We'll be talking about Franco Varga just a little bit more, a little bit later in the show. Uh, he had an excellent big man match against Shreddy. Two big powerhouses really went at each other. Great match. RPD uh, uh, then defeated Sona Dersin, which was a three-round boxing match. But Sona Dersin speared RPD through the ropes halfway through the third round. Dastardly, dastardly bug. Took off his gloves and uh, then took advantage of RPD and pile drove him. Pile drove him in to... Uh, the bar. Very, very dastardly tactics. MVK Valcabius, Valcabius, uh, defeated Sonna, uh, sorry, defeated Tate Mayfair. Tate Mayfair making his debut. Uh, MVK is big. He's a big lad. No, you, you've seen Tate Mayfair. He's fairly big. Yeah. Uh, not compared to my MVK. <laughs> uh, MVK is a big lad. Uh, he's a excellent competitor. Very, very athletic. Keep an eye on MVK. Very, very good match. Tate Mayfair. Uh, of course, Tate is his greatness. 
put on an excellent display. Great wrestling. Tom Fellwell defeated uh, Jimmy Jackson. Uh, very good match. Tom Fellwell is a 19-year-old superstar in the making. Jimmy Jackson is uh, flamboyant. He is funny. He's uh, high energy, very athletic, former gymnastic. Amazing uh, balance. Gia Adams then defeated Hannah Taylor and Ivy in a triple threat. Uh, this was also just very good match. And Cameron Solis defeated Jay. Oh, sorry. After the match, Ivy complained and said it wasn't fair. And uh, so now they're going to have to have Gia Adams versus Ivy. Uh, and Cameron Solis uh, defeated JJ Webb. Uh, JJ Webb uh, tried to cheat his way to victory using a chain. Uh, they took a bit from the AEW playbook here where the referee found the chain after counting the pin and decided to restart the match and Cameron Solos got the advantage. But then Bailey and Webb attacked him afterwards, but Roughneck came to his aid and that was fantastic. Really good. Uh, couple Let's of see Roughneck back. Yeah, a couple of legends in Bailey and Roughneck. You've got the new generation, the old generation. Uh, of course, this was a big build-up onto the next show, Ignite the Fire. And we were very lucky last week. We got to speak to RPD uh, last week. Uh, it's available on our Body Slam uh, YouTube as well as our Spotify and everything else. Uh, and he spoke to us about what happened between him and Sonna Derson. He had some words for Sonna Derson, and uh, he provided us more details into each of the upcoming matchups for Ignite the Fire, and we'll be telling you a little bit more about them later. Just because RPD show. was respectful doesn't mean that he's going to be gentle. Indeed. Uh, great chatting with RPD. Uh, Ignite the Fire looks to be excellent. We'll be talking about it in just a little while. Sky's the Limit was great show. Uh, I give it... Uh, Three and a half sugars for that. Nice. Uh, also available on Powered 4 TV is a show that uh, Big Daddy Dan was at. And in fact, uh, while I was watching it, I did see the handsome bearded fellow uh, watching and chanting along uh, with some really, really good matches. Uh, Mad Curtis defeated Ashley Dunn. I was so impressed with Ashley Dunn in this match. He is such a great talent, very underrated, uh, needs to be out there a little bit more, in my opinion. Laura DiMatteo defeated Rhea O'Reilly, a uh, very good women's match. Dead Sad Boys defeated D87. Uh, I thought this was a good tag team match. There was a little uh, bit of interference as well, wasn't there? There was a little bit of interference. Warren Banks tried to take Jay Joshua of the dead sad boys out of it. Uh, and that left uh, Billy Hayes to be double teamed by Roy Johnson and Alexander Roth, the 8-7. Yeah, the 8-7 were brilliant in this. Hayes and Joshua are massively over with the crowd, but yeah. the 8-7, um, they, they won some respect from the crowd during this match. I like the fact that they don't do overly amount of uh, tag manoeuvres but they work very well as a tag team in the way that they isolated and uh, used quick tags. 
uh, mm. something is quite underrated in tag team wrestling these days, that type of tag team wrestling. Uh, next up was Luke Jacobs versus Axel Tiska. This was excellent. I uh, can't complain about this. This was two absolute phenomenal, phenomenal talents. Uh Superb. Oh, I, I do love when you did the PW interview. That is my overuse of the word phenomenal. Help <laughs> create the name PW. It, it, it may have been mentioned without yeah. doubt. Um, seriously, though, can I just take a second to, to mention this match, the Axel mm. Tiska versus Luke Jacobs match? Okay. Um, this match had everything. Um, it was hard hitting. It was technical. Um, the, the quality of Luke Jacobs' matches at the moment is second to none in the UK. Um, he is coming up very swiftly on the heels of Chris Ridgway as to be the number one wrestler in the UK. Um, and I think that he and Axel Tiska had a complete barn burner of a match here. It was well worth watching and well worth your subscription to Powerful TV. Yes, absolutely fantastic. However, I thought the Mark Haskins and the Martin Kirby match was the best match of the night. I thought these two were absolutely incredible. Two of the best the UK has ever produced at their highest peaks of uh, their abilities. And it showed. This match was just superb i absolutely loved this match i could not praise mark haskins and martin kirby enough uh could you hear the dueling chants i could and that that certainly added to the match certainly uh but uh yeah absolutely phenomenal and uh yeah for me uh out of the two matches yes has i think my the haskins and kirby for me was the match of the night but i can definitely see why you would have fought luke jacobs and think if i was gonna if i it'd be like like a point one if you know what i mean it'd be like four and a four point one <laughs> And then oh, you had another amazing match. Five, yeah, the uh, Fatal 4-Way. Nico Angelo picking up the wins over Nino Bryant, Big Guns Joe and Gene Money. Uh, great. Uh, Big Guns Joe, Gene Money. Bit too much uh, silly. Ha ha. Uh, Nico Angelo picked up a great win here and he'll be facing Mad Kurt for the thing. Uh, well, something that you wouldn't have got was Mad Kurt on commentary. Was no, brilliant. how was that? Yeah, absolutely. Just mad curtness. Uh, and then, of course, was the main event: Danny Black versus Warren Banks. And if we were what we were talking about, it would be like a point behind the uh, Jacobs and uh, Tisco match because it was again just absolutely fantastic. I would give this show easily four sugars. It was just really, really really great and if you want to go see it how do they go see it then they go on to powered for tv and they sign up using our promo code teapod t-e-a-p-o-d and that will get them 30 days free you get a month of free british wrestling featuring tnt ignition featuring tnt extreme featuring fnw featuring 
IWE. Yes, featuring Catch Pro, featuring Wrestle Island, uh, featuring Wrestling in Hinkley, featuring Triumph Pro Wrestling, featuring RCWA, and just so many more. The American promotion, of course, uh, Extreme Wrestling Championship, or... XXW, uh, I believe it is. Yeah. Um, uh, there's also some brilliant interviews on there, some older interviews um, with the likes of Bret Hart, The Sheik. Um, there's some great old interviews to watch on there. And of course, uh, you've got this back catalogue of FNW slash IPW shows that have just been added on there right now, uh, including the first ever from when FNW became IPW. Uh, people like Mark Cassians and Kip Sabian, Sammy, Sammy Smooth, <laughs> uh, Sam Stoker, and you've got uh, the first one, two, three, four, five, six, first six shows from that uh, period, which was just absolutely phenomenal. So many great talents just before they all go off to NXT UK. Uh, really, really worth checking out. And as Dad said, 30 days. 100% free if you sign up with the promo code TPOD, T-E-A-P-O-D. Uh, it is $7.99 a month afterwards. And uh, it helps support British Wrestling and using our promotional codes helps support us as well. Uh, so we can bring you as many reviews as we possibly can. Uh, and of course, we have our own channel on Power4 TV as well. So wherever you're listening to us, you can also listen to us there. Indeed. Uh, just, yeah, go get yourself signed up to Power4 TV. Anyway, NXT UK, Dan. We started off with um, a championship video um, showing what our tag team match later in the evening is going to be, how it came to be, and who's going to be in it. So, yeah, that was nice. We then had Amel versus Bratty Brookside. Um, much better wrestling. Uh, from Zaya Brookside, showing the wrestling that she can do and hasn't been able to do for ages. She can be a wonderful heel. She can really lay it in when she needs to. Um, and this is what her character really needed. Really did. I, As I say, I was well, I completely lost interest in what Brookside was doing on the thing. And that whole thing with Nina Samuels, that was just damn awful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but absolutely loving uh, Bratty Brookside. I think she's phenomenal. Uh, my missus doesn't like it though. That's, that's, that's that means that she's doing her job properly. Yes. Uh, in the end, Amel hit the face wash kick in the corner and the hope breaker for the win. Oh, just just one thing. Uh, during the TNT ignition, my missus didn't like the fact that Chase Alexander wrestled in his suit. She oh. she says that you should uh, wear your wrestling trunks and wrestling gear. So well, Chase Alexander Chase... did wrestle in his um, suit for us at um, PEW and received the chance of who's the waiter. Yeah, I'm sorry, but my missus did not like it. Sorry, Chase. It's just I'm I'm, I'm reporting <laughs> it. She, she she was there. She said, "Why is he wrestling in his suit? I don't like it. I'm I'm just." <laughs> delivering you know, don't shoot the messenger i personally think it works with his character but you know <laughs> we on. then had a, a um smith and carter video package uh we then had uh noam dar and shah samuel sitting down with the coffee brothers and skid scala um joe coffee is going to be challenging for the heritage cup 
Mark Coffey, it would appear after this, is going to be taking on Charles Samuels. So ICW all over again. Yeah, matches uh, should be good. Yes. Um, Mastiff and Stars were then interrupted in the backstage area by Pretty Deadly. And so Jack Stars, to prove that he is edgy, has cut holes out of Pretty Deadly's clothes right over their moobs. Sorry, pecs. They're, they're, they're muscular. Pecs. Um, yes, this was worthwhile, but at least it means that we'll get to see Pretty Deadly back wrestling and they'll have a, a chip on their yes. shoulder. Yeah, and uh, they'll beat up her Jack Stars. <laughs> yeah. Danny Jones then took on Rohan Raja. Um, this is probably Danny Jones's best showing on NXT UK. Um, he looks strong. He moved fast. Got to show his really good technique. Very um, aggressive guy. I really like him. He would actually really suit being in thing. Uh, in fact, he would actually probably do a better job than what we're going to be talking about in just a minute. Yes. Um, in the end, Jones got slammed on the outside um, and got uh, hit with a beautiful step up in Siguri. Um, that was great. Raja hit Seeker Destroy for one, two, three, and afterwards, D-Familiar beats down Danny Jones. Um, well, one of them was re- reluctantly did it. He certainly didn't seem to want to do it. He felt it was disappointing and below them, but decided to still do it anyway to be part of the family. He seemed to be enjoying it when he was doing it, and this is, of course, Charlie Dempsey. <clears throat> Like, well, you're a... hopefully going to get your thing. Dempsey looks like he might be uh, pulling away from the familiar already. And if they do, I think they should actually add Danny Jones to the stable because I think Jones would actually suit the stable down pretty well. Aggressive, hard-hitting, technical. Yeah. Yeah, that could be good. We then had a video for Symbiosis saying they're going to come back better. I don't mind that. I think that they have potential. They work well as a team. I have no problems with them coming back better. Yeah, they should. They're always someone who should be in the mix, but never, never on the pony. (laughs) What was the video that came after this, Andy? I think it's for Wild Boar. Right, Mike Hitchman. Cool. That would make a bit of sense. There was a lorry driver. There was weird, scary noises and music it was horrific a horror movie title it it, it, it took me a second watch i was like what the hell was that and i had to skip it back and watch it again i was like what the hell was that (laughs) yeah oh yeah what the hell was that and then i was like oh they're bringing back mike hitchman no do i care no sorry mike maybe maybe they'll tag him up with um Mark Andrews. Uh, no, he typically checked. No, sorry, it, it, it not Mark Andrews. On the, it was Flash, Flash on Webster. Sorry. But uh, they're both out with injury right now, aren't they, anyway? I was confusing my subs. Yes. Uh, the, don't, 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 don't confuse the subs. Right. Uh, Charles Samuels then bumped into Mark Coffey and said the Coffey can't fight on his own anymore and needs to be in a gang. Um, a kid then saw De Familia and told Charlie Dempsey off for the beatdown, said he was better than that. Um, I said they hadn't yes. got anything to do with A-Kid at the moment, didn't I? 
Yeah, well, uh, that, I think yeah, it's, uh, it's a good, uh, could be a good rivalry. Hey, kid, and Teo man, we'll get a kid trying to pull uh, Dempsey out of uh, that group, which will make you happy. Yes, uh, and there'll be uh, some great matches in between because a kid versus uh, Dempsey will be excellent. A kid versus Raja will be excellent, and a kid versus Teo man will be. Well, guess Absolutely what? Absolutely excellent. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, I'm I'm all for it. Mako Satamura celebration event. A short video and a bunch of petrol station flowers. <laughs> it wasn't good, was it? It was just a train wreck. Was... I mean, those flowers were crap. <laughs> they were literally petrol station flowers. Um, the what was Isla Dawn wearing? Now, no, this I actually approve of. Okay, because we've been bitching and moaning about Isla Dawn and how much we haven't liked it. She's changing it up. Isla mm. Dawn had a completely different look this time. Um, she was wearing a tartan um, uh, bikini-style top with a pentagram in the centre. She looked um, like a Scottish dominatrix. <laughs> which is kind of what her character has been. Um, and I think that this is good because there is a change. Um, she does a big super kick to Mako. And we're thinking, yes, this is really good. Finally, we're getting the change. And then she takes the bloody flowers instead of the belt. And it let the air out of the room for me. Um, I did I like think- the... F- They've just been building her just to have somebody for Mako to beat in between her and other matches, and it's a little disappointing. I did like the fact that she had her own sort of 90s light industrial metal playing throughout the time that she was on the screen. Mm-hmm. Kind of a la... Um, here's a com- comparison that's never, ever been made before. Um, Isla Dawn, kind of like the gangsters in ECW with having the music on the whole time while they were... On, mm-hmm. so so there, there, there we go. Um, that was that. Um, we then had Sam Gradwell, baldy Sam Gradwell, baldy, baldy man with no hair, talking in the mirror about this and his anger at Kenny Williams. Poor Sam, poor Sam. Uh, we then had a confrontational um moment with Nathan Frazier is going to be taking on Ilya Dragunov. He accepts the challenge, but says that there is no way that Fraser is ready, but this would be the first step on his journey, which would tend to suggest there's going to be multiple matches, which I think will probably be a good thing because they are both excellent wrestlers. Mm. We then had Smith and Carter versus Mustache Mountain for the Tag Team Championships. Great match. Great match. Yeah, really great match. Um, I think I finally worked out what my problem has been with NXT UK lately. Go on. No fans again. No fans, badly pumped in booze and yays. Um, Yeah, kind of just takes a bit of the wind out of it because they had the fans finally back and now they're gone again and... I, I think it has hurt the show this time, but it was it, this was a better show than the previous two to three shows that I've been on. So, yeah, it it was really good. There was a moment of slight miscommunication with Smith and Carter, but nothing major. Um, Tyler Bay is just excellent at everything that he does. Mm-hmm. Um, some brilliant pulse finishes. <laughs> Excuse me. 
and a little cheat to win from uh, Trent Seven. Yeah, this keeps that little bit going. Is Trent Seven um, going bad? Yes. Yes, he is. It was, yeah, it was a good match. And uh, I think uh, the lack of crowd did hurt it a little, but not as much as the previous matches that have been on. Uh, Overall, I would have given this show three and a half sugars. Hmm. I would give it three. Um, Shall I do ICW next? Yes, please do. Right, ICW. We started off with Stevie James versus BT Gun. Um, I was really impressed with this. Um, there was a lot of brawling, but there was a hell of a lot more wrestling than you think with these two. Mm. Um, really good wrestling match. Um, I'm really surprised to see Stevie James kick out of the Technodrome, the Corkscrew DDT finisher. Um, yeah. And he managed to kick out of that, but in the end was caught with a roll-up from the ropes um, by BT Gun, who got the win. Uh, the Greedy Souls then took on the 9-9. Danny Jones again. Um, I do love the Greedy Souls. They are, they a, are good a very team. good tag team. Yeah, and they had a good match against the 9-9. Um, and again, Danny just looked so smooth throughout. <clears throat> in the end... Morris lifted up the big Welsh bear for the Clyde Valley driver and the 9-9 got the win. But it was a good match. Um, really was. Greedy Souls did get to look good again. We then had Leighton Buzzard versus Daz Black. This was, as you would imagine, a very exciting, very good match for about five minutes. And then out came the manifesto and attacked them both. There was a very long beat down on both Um and then Dylan Thorne immediately called out Will Cruz for his match. Will Cruz, of course, being afraid of nothing because he's a big, big guy. He came out and he beat Dylan Thorne around for about five minutes. Then the manifesto came out and beat him down. Um, and I thought there were rules in place to stop this from happening. There are. The match was thrown out. Okay. <laughs> so lucky Will Cruz won while being battered by four men with chains. <laughs> I'm sure he was thrilled with this. Yeah. Um, basically, the headline, yes. Will Cruz. Yes, um, Will Cruz did look good and he fits in with ICW really well and I think he should continue with them and go on. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we then had our main event and this is a match that if you haven't had a chance to watch yet, Andy, you should watch because you will really enjoy. Theodorus versus Mark Haskins. Yeah. Yes. Should be a good match. It was a good match. Um, beautiful exchanges, great technical work from both. Theodorus, you love to hate him because he is so good at what he does. Um, and Haskins, everybody absolutely loves. Uh, in the end, Doris tapped the figure four and then out came Kez and he got the belt ready to flatten his opponent um, coming up, which is, of course, Mark Haskins. And he ran at him with the belt to hit him from behind. And Haskins did a beautiful spinning kick and knocked Kez out. And we went off the air with Kez down and Haskins holding the belt. So it'll be interesting to see what happens at Square Go. Indeed. Uh, Sounds like a good show. How many sugars do you give it? I will give that show three and a half sugars. I would have given it more because the matches were good, but there was too much beating down from the manifesto. Yeah, I, I can understand that. 
Uh, Rev Pro UK is live in Southampton 16, available on RPW on demand. Uh, Alice Cochran defeated Mark Davis of uh, Aussie Open. I was surprised uh, by this, uh, but it was a fantastic match. Two big guys just started off with some great technical wrestling for guys so size they don't have to wrestle like that but they can uh, and then they started hitting and beat each other with big hard chops and slaps and forearms and everything it was a great match really 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 was Alex Coughlin has uh, so much potential as a possible future star Mark Davis is fantastic Aussie Open one of the best tag teams in the world right now i'm signed dan maloney uh took on david francesco in a match that uh, maloney never really even tried to get into second or third gear uh of course this nearly uh cost well gave david francesco an opening for a little bit of uh offense but pretty much just a basic squash match uh, for Dan Maloney. Uh, it was then going to be Hyann versus Rhea O'Reilly. Uh, but Alex Windsor came out and said, no, I want to be in this match. Let's make it a freeway, which the crowd really enjoyed, of course, because they're dirty purse. <laughs> and uh, yeah, she put the title on the line and they had a triple threat match, uh, which Alex Windsor won. Uh, was good. Yeah, just it was good. Uh, Will Ospreay then took on Lee Hunter uh, in a very good match. Uh, I thought both of them maybe probably could have stepped it up a little bit more, uh, but still a very good match. Uh, Lycos Yen then defeated Shota and Yota, Shota Umino and Yota Suji. Uh, so Lycos Yen managing to overcome the two bigger guys. And this was again a uh, a case of Yota and Shota not really being on the same page. Uh, and it was, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good match because uh, Lycos Jim was just fantastic. And the way that they can negate their size in matches like this, this was really, really smart wrestling from uh, Lycos Jim, who you can imagine are just so much smaller than, say, Yota and Shota. Yeah. Uh, brilliant the way, the way they're able to do that. Gabriel Kidd and Carl Fletch then just beat three tons of crap out of each other. Literally, uh, some of the best chops and slaps and claps you'll ever see in a match. Uh, it was fantastic. He, he just really, really good. Afterwards is when he gave the uh, very, very emotional uh, promo in which he turned around to a fan and said, shut up, I'm talking right now. Excellent. Which I thought was absolutely fantastic. Because, yeah, you could see everyone was pretty much hushed, but you could see somebody was talking to their friend and Gabriel Kidd was having none of it because he was literally borrowing his heart out during that promo. promo. And uh, so... uh, but yes, you can definitely see the flickers of why he needs to take a break at the moment. And then Michael Oku defeated Luke Jacobs in an excellent match, of course. Uh, I would say the only thing that I disliked about the match was uh, Michael Oku winning too cleanly 
I would have liked to, because he obviously took a lot of punishment, as he normally does. I would have possibly liked to have seen Michael Oku maybe win with more of a roll-up rather than hit into uh, frog splashes for the win to beat him quite cleanly. Uh, but overall, it was just a really good match. And it's just because, I'm, as I said, right now, Luke Jacobs is on such a hot streak of great matches that... Uh, and it felt like it derailed him a little bit in RevPro UK. Overall, this was an absolutely fantastic show. And considering it was just one of more of their minor shows and not a big show, I'm going to give this show four and a half sugars. Nice. Because there were so many good matches on not one of their big shows. <laughs> uh, WXW's Road to 16 Carat uh, kicked off with uh, the group B match Norman Harris versus Golden Boy Santos. Uh, Golden Boy Santos is a Portuguese wrestler and an absolute stud of a man. He looks fantastic. He gets better every time I see him in the ring. Uh, Norman Harris is a very big lad himself. Uh, got all the potential to be an absolute top star. This is some guy. Guy's gonna if if he doesn't, he's gonna be a he's gonna be an NXT UK superstar at some point. I put it that way. He is a uh, phenomenal talent. Uh, this was a really good match. Peter Tihanye then took on James Runyon, who is from Canada, who does a lot in the Smash Wrestling promotion. Uh, this match was more about Runyon than Tihanye, despite the fact that Tihanye won. So it was uh, okay. Hector Invictus uh, defeated Tim Steuben whilst uh, with a little help from Dennis Cash Doolin. This has been an ongoing thing. Dennis Cash Doolin uh, wants to be Hector Invictus' best friend, but Hector Invictus wants nothing to do with Dennis Cash Doolin. So there's a lot of comedy, but uh, there's also uh, some seriousness to it. Uh, uh, so Hector Invictus won. Uh, then Dennis Cash Doolin defeated Anil Marek. And there was some really, really interesting little pieces that are feeding here for Anil Marek and about his confidence in his wrestling. Now, very early on, uh, it looked like he tripped while going for a run at, uh, to do a splash in the corner, but it kind of worked for him because he just kind of fell into him with a nice forearm to the face. <laughs> and I thought, oh, he just tripped. But no, that, seeing what happened later at a couple of different points it was 100 intentional it was fantastically done felt full marks to Adam Merrick in the way he is wrestled this what this match that Dennis Castellan was able to win this match because of mistake another mistake that Adam Merrick made whilst trying to climb <coughs> the ropes uh, very, very interesting. Great uh, interplay uh, there. Rotten Flot defeated Oscar and Robert Dreisker. Uh, I don't know much about Rotten Flot. Uh, Oscar is the Austrian... Austra He's an Austrian-Australian who trained in the New Zealand dojo uh, and is absolutely uh, phenomenally intense and big and strong, uh, but he cost him and Robert Dreisker had a match in this and when he was shouting backstage Robert Dreisker came and gave him a massive dressing down and said you shouldn't be shouting and moaning because your performance was absolutely uh, awful. This was really good. Again, great play. A Ava Everett, this was my first time seeing Ava Everett, the American girl, uh, the Floridian uh, who reminded the Germans that Florida is where Walt Disney World is. Uh I was 
actually more impressed by her opponent is Iranian wrestler Gaia Glass, uh, but still a decent match. Peter Tihanye then defeated Norman Harris in the final of the Group B match. Uh, so Peter Tihanye goes on. Excellent match. Uh, Peter Tihanye is one of the best tornado uh, springboard tornado DDTs you'll ever see. The way he gets up on that leap and hits that top rope is phenomenal. Uh, Dennis Cash Doolin then defeated Hector Invictus after literally refusing to wrestle him for about 10 minutes, just constantly avoiding him and not doing anything. He eventually picked up the win. Uh, Comedy, but interesting. Fast Time, Mudo and Stephanie Mays then picked up the win over Baby Allison and Maggot in a uh, mixed-gender tag team match. Very good. Overall, I'd give this show three and a half sugars. It's a good lead into uh, WXW Germany 16 Carat. But I honestly thought this show might have been a little bit better. So I'm only going to give it three and a half sugars. It was good. Ooh but it didn't quite get to that next level. Uh, so, yeah, three and a half sugars. Still, go check that out. That's on WXW now. And as I say, if you join up now, you can be able to see the 16 character tournament as well, which, of course, I will be following. Excellent. That is, uh, uh, yeah, let's have a look at what's, what are the amazing shows that people can go watch next week. Let's start off with Tuesday, the 1st of March, with Modern Nomad Pro Wrestling's Tuesday Night Graps 3 at the Frock and Bucket in Manchester. We have a Pancake Day death match between TK Cooper and Kid Lycos. I am willing to bet lemon juice and fry pans will be involved. Yes, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of fun as well. The Lee Hunter Battle Royal Fatal 4-Way Combination Rules Match. It's yes. going to feature Lee Hunter versus Everett Connors versus Keenan Krishnan versus Martin Kirby. Uh, that's going to be interesting to see the combination of rules that are put in place for that one. Yes. Lycos Jim, Kid Lycos 2 and Nico Angelo versus Northwest Strong, um, which is going to be represented by Chris Ridgway and Scott Oberman. The Super Chapman brothers, Mad Kurt and his younger brother Harry, Versus Northwest Strong, Rio and Luke Jacobs. Um, as you can imagine with Mad Kurt, he has had some brilliant Twitter um, conversations with his mother uh, about <laughs> younger brother Harry wrestling. Yes, uh, this should be uh, a very interesting match once again. Also in attendance will be Vaughn Vertigo, Detective Money and Elijah and many, many others. Indeed. Uh, moving on to Friday, the 5th of March. Uh, top pick is Pro Wrestling Eve. Uh, they're women behaving badly. That is at the 229, the venue in London. Uh, you got the Pro Wrestling Eve World Championship, which is an Iron Women's match. Uh, Emerson Jane versus Jetta. Uh, an NWA versus Pro Wrestling Eve Tag Team Championship match. Title versus title. The Uprising. Rhea O'Reilly and uh, versus Sky Smithson and the Hex Marty Bell. Uh, sorry, versus the Hex Marty Bell and Sienna, the current NWA Tag Team Champions. Laura DiMatteo versus the Ava. That's Ava White. Uh, yeah, so the, the English Ava. Uh, Charlie Morgan versus Hyann. Uh, Charlie Evans versus Riho. Maxine Impaler versus Clementine. 
Alex Winter versus Lizzie Evo, an exclusive light audience match between Nina Samuels and Amelia McKenzie. On Saturday the 5th of March, you have Pro Wrestling Eve's Brule at the Brewery, at Signature Brewery in London. Um, that is going to feature The Ava versus Emerson Jane, Alex Windsor versus Maxi Impaler, Charlie Morgan versus Lizzie Evo, an exclusive live audience match, The Medusa Complex versus The Wrestle Friends, Jetta and Erin Angel, and many more matches. Indeed. UBW uh, in Stockfold, are you going to be there? I'm not going to be there this time, but I believe that um, uh, Stephen is going to be there. The issue that I am facing at the moment, I am not going to be going to as many matches in the run-up to May because I am up for election this year. I am a local councillor and I have got an election coming up, which means that I have to spend my weekends knocking on people's doors saying, please vote for me. Um, But I do want to see um, this because I'm really interested in the main event, which is Paul Hubris, who is um, coming out of the Rhodes Academy in America, um, who is going to be challenging Truman Roswell. Um, So, yeah, I I would like to be there. Sunset Skip is taking on Ricky Calvert. Uh, The Young Lions Championship match, Smashing Mike is hoping to get it back from the evil Hustle Malone. And the Square One Championship match, Friend of the Show, Adonis Payne, is taking on Vinnie Cray. You also have the Thunder Express versus the Lads and Frankie Vegas versus Percy Trainer. Indeed. I think... uh... Uh, the big the tribal chief of the big fat geeks, Mr. Salmon, big fan of the, the Thunder Express, and uh, so I'm assuming I might get to get another big win over one of the best tag teams in the uh south right now. The lads, yeah. Art of Combat, uh, are also going to be in action on that Saturday. Uh, and they are going to we're going to run this town tonight in uh Stafford. Uh, Warren Banks versus Kanji should be an excellent match. Man like Doris versus Visage versus Tony Kyle. Very interesting matchup. Act two, which is Benjamin Harland and uh, Jack Knudsen versus Guerrilla Warfare, which is Truman Roswell. I'm sorry, I can't remember his tag team partner. Do you? No. No, sorry, Guerrilla Warfare. Uh, Tom Farewell versus CJ Carr. That should be an excellent match. And Dan Maloney versus Chris Ridgeway should be absolute uh, carnage. Prime Wrestling Entertainment, Season 2, Episode 1, at the Jubilee Club in Newcastle. There is a Prime Wrestling Championship match, Tommy Zane versus Martin Kirby. You have Simon Miller versus Shreddy. That's a Raven versus Next Generation. Leon Slater and Nathan Black versus Crash Boat. Nikki Starr debuts and David Lynn has an open challenge and Ace Corp will be in action. Yeah, I was actually at Prime Wrestling Entertainment's uh, last show of uh, season one, uh, where they crowned Tommy Zane as the champion. Very, very talented young man. Should be a great match against Mark Kirby. Uh, Big heavyweight Simon Miller and Shreddy. Uh, Slappy match. Big men slapping me. And uh, always, always, always good to see Crash Boat in action. They are just so much fun. Uh, Also on Saturday is RevPro UK... Uh, Raw Deal 2022, which is at the Gordon Drake Theatre and Stevenage. No matches have been announced as yet. And then on Sunday, the 6th of March, uh, RevPro UK are live in London 59 uh, at the 229 the venue in London. But, you know, RevPro UK, I think they brought enough 
thing to say they're probably going to be great shows. Yeah. <laughs> Ignite Pro Wrestling. Uh, Encore in Boreham Wood. This is going to feature the Ignite Championship qualifier match. Corey McRae versus Warren Banks. Dexter versus Just Joe Lando. And Nino Bryant and CJ Carter working together against the Rebellion. The Ignite Championship qualifier match with Danny Black versus Forrest Hayes. And we have Laura DiMatteo versus Tommy Kyle and a breakout division match, Smashing Mike versus Mark True. Yeah, uh, that sounds a great card. Uh, yeah, boring word, not too far from you. Corey McRae, I think Sam against uh, Mike City. Corey McRae versus Warren Banks should be absolutely excellent. Danny Black versus Forrest Hayes again. Uh, and of course, we spoke to CJ Carter a few weeks ago. Uh, he gave us all the details about this upcoming show. And you should definitely 100% go check that out. It is available on our Powerful TV, YouTube channels, Spotify, and all the rest. Then on Monday, the 7th of March, is Catch Pro Wrestling's Monday Night Catch, the breadshed in Manchester. The Catch Pro Women's Champion will be on the line as Lizzie Evo defends against Kanji. Wow, that's going to be a great match. Uh, Brady Phillips versus Kev Lloyd. Uh, two guys very impressed with. I think that's going to be a brilliant match. Pure Beef, uh, Powerhouse Plate versus Will Cruz versus Synergy, Troy Ryan and Anderson Daniels. I hope they reinforce the ring. <laughs> Chris Ridgeway versus Dean Allmark. Technical classic. Big T has an open challenge. Uh, and then it's a fatal four match. Two-bit Rio, Eitenstein and Dynamite Lee. Should be some great, uh, great matches. So go get yourself down to those shows because they looks, excuse me, look set to be excellent. There is some good wrestling around in the UK this week. And a little bit of further news roundup for you. TNT Ignition have announced the full lineup for their upcoming Ignite the Fire show on the 13th of March in Liverpool, including Gia Adams versus Ivy in a number one contenders match. Cam Solis and Roughneck versus the Mank Union, Sam Bailey and JJ Webb. Sonna Durson versus RPD in a street fight. MVK versus Isaac North. Shreddy versus HT Drake. Tom Felwell versus Chase Alexander. Tate Mayfairs versus Big Guns Joe. And Wrestle Island are going to be hosting a special VIP dark match, which will feature Lucy Sky versus. Lance Rivera, and I'm going to put up a little chat I have with Lance Rivera on our Twitter feed tomorrow. Um, now, if you want to know more about this show, how can they find out more, Andy? Well, they can check out our last interview, a preview of this show uh, with uh, RPD. <laughs> as I say, he gave us his thoughts on Simon Durston, as well as uh, all the details on all of these matches. This looks set to be absolutely excellent. TNT Ignition is not just the second brand to TNT Extreme. It is its own thing, uh, full of amazing young talent, offers a much more family-friendly show. Uh, if you're not checking out TNT Ignition right now, you should be. And uh, if you want to catch up for obviously past episodes, go check them out on Power 4 TV. And if you're in Liverpool, get yourself a ticket because there are very few left. Indeed. Uh, Purpose Wrestling have announced the next show. Their next show is going to be Into the Light. Uh, this is on the 8th of April. Tickets should be on sale now. Uh, their last show, Fix Up, Look Sharp, is now available to stream via Patreon. Uh, 
little bit disappointed on that one because I really enjoyed a lot of Purpose Wrestling shows and I just honestly can't afford to pick up any new subscriptions at the moment unless you guys sign up to Powerful TV using the promotional code DPOD. Wrestle Carnival. <laughs> Ava Everett will face Clementine when she makes her Wrestle Carnival debut at Mardi Gras on March the 26th at the Portland Centre in Nottingham. The competitors for the number one contenders tournament for both the Carnival Champion and the Queen of the Carnival Championships. Block A, the Queen of the Carnival number one contender entrants are Rio, Charlie Morgan and Sky Smithson. That's three very, very worthy contenders. And Block B for the Carnival Champions men's tournament will be Man Like Therese, Luke Jacobs and Charlie Sterling. Again, three excellent competitors. Yeah, uh, be interesting to see how this uh, tournament is going to work. Uh, but I mean, uh, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. I'm sure it's going to be fantastic as well. DNA Pro Wrestling, uh, DNA, uh, everybody get up! It's time to Space Jam. Uh, it's set for 16th of April in Ipswich. Uh, the main event will be Corey McRae against. Paul Robinson, who recently made his DNA return at their last show, is in Our Blood Free, which will be available on Powerful TV uh, shortly. You, you can tell the age of a lot of the promoters by the music choices that are being used for the names. Fix Up Look Sharp, Everybody Get Up, and mm. We're Going Deeper Underground. Because Good Wrestling have announced a huge intergender tag team match for their next show, Going Deeper Underground, on the 26th of March at Unit 9 in Milton Keynes, as Chantel Jordan teams up with Hustle Malone to face some big, dangerous, scary mammals, BDSM, Charles Crowley and Clementine. And it should be good fun. Uh, UKPW, friends of the show, UKPW have announced that their next show will be in Canterbury on the 9th of April with You Don't Win Friends with Grappling. Uh, Simon Miller, Evie Madden and... Vaughn Vertigo will all be in action. Plus, the Wolf of Brawl Street, Alexander Roth, uh, will be defending his UKP Heavyweight Championship against British legend James Mason, who is a former UKPW Heavyweight Champion. Mm. Pinfall Wrestling. Martin Kirby and Charles Crowley have entered the Gauntlet Games on the 27th of March in Salford, joining Cam Solis and CJ Carter as previously announced. Nice chance for um, some of our northern friends to see CJ Carter and Charles Crowley, who normally wrestle mainly southern shows, in person. Yeah, uh, full, very strong entrance for this uh, Gauntlet Games. Look, uh, very be interesting to see where this goes. Creation Pro Wrestling are back on the 24th of April in Cardiff with insert Marvel quote here. Uh, one match has been announced, uh, Sid Oakley versus Charlie Sterling. Well, Lancashire Wrestling Federation's number one contender, Solid Durson, must team with the current champion, Ronaldo, to face the Merseyside mercenary squad of Dan Evans and Scott Oberman at Marching On on the 12th of March in Chorley. Plus, Plus the inaugural women's champion, Jenny B, will team with Aurora Tevez to face a team of Lana Austin and Helena Razor. Good, good couple of matches there. Uh, Rise Wrestling, GCW's ultra-violent champion Alex Colon will be making his Rise debut as part of their Outlaw Deathmatch Tournament for the European Deathmatch Championship, which is on the 30th 
of April in Hull. If you're uh, wanting to make your way north uh, down for that one. <laughs> I am sorely tempted, actually. because Sorely tempted. Hey. Um, because I really like Hull. I've worked in Hull before. I like the place a lot. Um, it is quite tempting. Um, <laughs> but I am on hiatus from shows while I go and knock on doors and say, vote for me. DOA! CJ Carter is set to defend his Adrenaline Championship against Just Joe Lando at DOA's Danger Zone on the 26th of March in Yaxley. Plus, young Canadian Junior Bento is making his first UK tour and is going to face Damien. DOA are then on in Manchester on the 3rd of April. Wait, with Man- Norwich? Why did I say Manchester? When I I'm have actually no idea. <laughs> DOA are then in Norwich on the 1st of April with their In Their House with Madison Miles facing Vanessa as Jodie Fleisch clashes with Brad Slayer. And then on the 9th of April in Great Yarmouth, you see, I got that one right. I could have said something random there as well. In Great Yarmouth, the heavyweights collide as former MMA star Brad Semtex meets Sullivan King in competition as both men make their debuts for DOA at Let the Games Begin. Uh, interesting shows there coming up for DOA, which I think are available on Fight TV. Uh, Triumph Pro Wrestling, uh, the next match, uh, or oh, sorry, the next show. Oh, no, the next match for Triumph uh, Tag Team Tournament. Uh, that continues at third time lucky on the 12th of March at Chafford Hundreds. As both barrels, which is the team of Callum Newman and Maverick Mayhew. Uh, they go, yes, uh, Mayhew and uh, Newman, both barrels. I thought they were the Mavericks of pace. Uh, it must have been a different one. Anyway, against one of the best teams in the Southeast right now, the Rebellion, Jack Toretto and Taylor Essex. Plus, the bad times are coming for just Joe Lando as he is set to face Paul Robinson. Superstar Pro Wrestling Isaac North will defend his newly won Superstar Championship on the 19th of March at Slam Jam in Liverpool against the only man who could possibly match the goth giant Viking in size. And that's Big T. And the last time these two clashed, it ended in a double countout. Jimmy Jackson has also been announced to appear. You may be able to tell, ladies and gentlemen, that it is getting very late on a Sunday night because I am ballsing things up left, right and centre. <laughs> Yes, the goth giant Viking. It's not easy to say, but yes, he is a gothic vi- giant Viking. Uh, is old uh, Isaac North. A great character. Big T, big man too. Wrestling resurgence. Uh, Charlie Evans will be def- defending her championship that she defeated Cara Noir for against the returning Kanji at Resurgence's Iron Women of Resurgence, which is on the 12th of March. North Wrestling's NCL, the next show, Let the Cannons Fly 3, I've never seen a flying cannon, (laughs) will be on the 26th of March at the Anarchy Brewery in Newcastle. Set to appear are the amazing, fantastic and wonderful Commander Sterling, Session Moth Martina, Rory Coyle, Lizzie Evo, Joe Hendry and Gia Adams. I've actually just seen... uh, uh... Sugar is going to be there as well. Sugar Dunkerton. Yeah, Sugar Dunkerton is going to be there, uh, as is uh, Adam Max said. Woo, that is a big lineup. 
Indeed. Uh, doing great stuff, North Wrestling. Uh, did a review from their last show on the last on our last show, so go check that out. Kamikaze Pro Wrestling. War Horses coming to Kamikaze Pro on the 27th of April at the Mill in Digbeth. Uh, that is for Skies, The Limit 8. Also in action are Sean Custom, Mariah May, Charles Crowley, Sunshine Machine, Charlie Morgan, and a man like the Reese. The Future Shock Academy will be welcoming former WWE European champion D'Lo Brown. Uh, he will be appearing at Future Shock on their 10th of April show in Stockport. Interesting. Uh, I think he's also doing some uh, training at the uh, British Wrestling Revolution Evo Academy as well. Uh, so uh, go check out. Definitely one to go along to if you're training. D'Lo Brown is known as one of the best brains in wrestling. Um, he did a lot with TNA as well back in the day. Really, really good. Uh, I was always a big fan of that head shake. Yeah, <laughs> still love the way he did the head shake that coming down to the ring. I love the uh, way he wore the chest protector for so long. I thought it was great. Yeah. He made the chest protector the famous. That's why everybody wears them nowadays. Uh, School of Flam at that. School of Slam, <laughs> a huge show up next to the SOS in Harwich, a tag team tournament, which is on the 25th of March. RKJ will be taking on Blanco Loco, plus Dream Girl Ellie, Axon Ray, Vanessa Grant, PJ Knight and Ava White will all be in action. Right, here we go. Let's see how Dozy Daniel copes with some of this. Quick Euro wrestling news. The Italian Wrestling Association. I'm going to cheat here. Jordan Said returns to the IWA on the 26th of March, where he'll be challenging Flavio Geji for the IWA Heavyweight Championship at the IWA's Roma Divide at Imperia show. Jordan Said is the former IWA Heavyweight Champion, actually defeated Flavio for the title before losing back to the current champion. Michael Oku will also be part of that show, as will Lou King Sharp. Yeah, a lot of English representation over there for that show. Uh, I was thankful. Yes, uh, the Roma de Vida et Imperia. Uh, new European wrestling. As in new, <laughs> out of uh, Madrid in Spain, uh, have announced Team White Wolf. Yes, you heard that right. Team White Wolf. NXT UK, UK superstar A-Kid reunites with his independent tag team partner Carlos Roma as they face the team of Next Level at Desafail, which uh, is Challenge, uh, and that is on the 12th of March in Madrid, Spain. Nice. Good okay. to see that tag team back together. Hmm. Body Slam Pro Wrestling at Body Slam's All Women's Show on April the second. Body Slam will be crowning their first ever women's champion. Good on Body Slam. Uh, Passion Pro, which is in Hungary, uh, they have announced that British superstar Corey McRae will be making his return to Passion Four uh, for Passion Four in Hungary, and that is going to be on the tenth of April. And I'm sure he's going to pick up the big W this time. Go on, Corey. APC Catch are going to be in action on the 13th of March. Former Ring of Honor World Champion Bandido will be in action along with Tristan Archer, Agile Blanc, Ricky Salem, Ultima Sombra and MBM. Mm. Uh, I used to be such a big fan of Bandito, but unfortunately he's gone down in my books for... Uh... 
Many things. Yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, finally, the final bit, a bit more WXW Germany. Uh, the final show prior to uh, the 16 carriage show is WXW Inner Circle, and that is on the 3rd of March. It's the most exclusive event of the year. Dennis Castellan will be facing AC Romero. There will be an elimination match featuring the WXW Academy against the Hungarian Championship Wrestling Academy. Uh, Gullius Jr. will be facing uh, Shigehiro Irie. Odyssey will be facing Ava Everett. Norman Harras and Sebastian Suave will be taking on the team of Go- uh, Golden Boy Santos and Vaughn Vertigo. And then Swedish superstar Enda Kara will be facing Fuminori Abe. Uh, sounds excellent. Hopefully it'll be on the uh, WXW now before the, before the 16 karat tournament. Uh, anything else, young man? Uh, I just want to say, do have a look on our Twitter feed um, at the video of H. Hood letting me know his name. Um, he gave you a dressing down. He did give me a dressing down. Um, I you, upset, few... you, you upset a lot of people at PW. You know that, didn't you? I, I, I did upset, um, and I didn't get a chance to speak to afterwards um, because unfortunately he had to shoot off very quickly. But I did speak to fleetingly beforehand Big Daddy Unicorn. Um, Mr. Jason Joshua. Um, oh, so when are we having the big daddy off? Uh, we will end up having a big daddy off at some point. <laughs> However, bearing in mind his signature move is to use his horn, and that is said in the in the most biblical of ways, um, to smack his opponent in the head. Um, I'm hoping that I don't upset him. Uh, well, Any uh, I, I think. What we need a PW at the because I know you can't attend their second show, but at their third show, we need Big Daddy Unicorn versus Big Daddy Allen in the middle of the ring. I really don't for a Big Daddy off. <laughs> yes, yes, book it, Lawrence. Well, you maybe, maybe but... with my Big Daddy belly, I'll be able to do a Big Daddy belly bump before being absolutely murdered by a professional wrestler. You know you want to book it, PW. You do. You do. And <laughs> uh, with that said, ladies and gentlemen, just remember one thing. Don't feed the trolls. <laughs>